What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, September 13th. Friday the 13th, 2019. Whoa. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes, 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the verified one at Tim Gettys. What's the most? Did you know that not only is it Friday the 13th, there's a full moon today. <laughs> Spooky yeah. Halloween's coming up yeah. soon, even though it is 400 fucking degrees in San Francisco, and I'm wearing too shorts and flip flops, even less professional than usual. Now, yeah. here's the question literally, there it goes, mics are going live. I got a text from one Fran Mirabella the third. Oh, god, and I'm not, I, as everybody knows, I'm Greg Miller. If he's lying, I'm slowly, he's dying. I'm slowly moving into being your 65 year old grandfather. <laughs> Fran, here's I'm gonna read you the text I sent Fran. And then I'm going to read Fran's response, and you have to tell me if I'm just so out of the loop, I don't understand, like, what he's trying to say. Do it in his voice, though. That's going to be tough, but okay. No. I texted him, you got a diamond loot chest collector's edition of Borderlands 3 here. We just got two of those. I'm going to unbox it on Instagram later today. You got a diamond loot chest collector's edition of Borderlands 3 here. His response, POG! All caps, P-O-G, no periods. POG! The hell's that mean? It's a Twitch emote. Is it? Yeah. What's which one's that? I think it's the dude that's like the Golden Boy. Chat, let, a, no. let me know. Throw him up here. Throw throw up the chat in the window so I can the see. Black haired dude. Everybody throw up pogs. Oh, oh. This guy. see, yeah, this just it'll roll over because it'll tell me what it's called. Pog, yeah, pog, pog champ. champ. There it is. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. See, wow. I'm just not. I'm not. That's You're not the with the kids. Fran is a kid now. You Me know and what I mean? Fran were the ki cool hip kids out hey, there. I'm Fran. It's Lydia. What's the go what do they call the Golden Back. Boy one? The Golden Boy. What's that short for? The one where he's like this. Uh, what face? Huh, man. Twitch. I know nothing about it, and I'm yeah. on it. <laughs> I'm on it at least once a day. Uh, nothing about that. Let's talk about Iron Man not coming to Smash, Monster Hunter slaying the charts, and video games stay lagging behind because this is Kinda Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kinda Funny Games. You can give us your questions, comments, concerns, and every other little thing under the video game sun. Then tune in to watch us record the show live. Twitch.com. TV slash kind of funny games. You can use all sorts of emotes that I do not understand. Because <laughs> I, I, when I want to use an emote, obviously, I use on iMessage a little Twitch app and then I use little Greggy emotes. Yeah. Or I just click on the button and find the emote I want. That's I'm not one of these kids with the cool hip shortcuts. Yeah, I, I've never heard someone like outside of the Twitch like chat sphere. And you're a like, child. Yeah. You should understand this. Yeah. But this I'm also bad. very out of the loop. This is bad. Yeah. I, this is the canary fair, in the coal mine thing. I remember when Tim used to know everyone on YouTube, and then when he started not knowing everyone on YouTube, that was a problem. That's when there's a problem. Like there definitely is a problem with the Twitch emotes. I, I got lucky there. I really took a guess, but just wow. con contextually, sure. I'm like, he's probably talking about that one. Sure. But there's a whole bunch of these emotes. The Frank one. Yeah, Frank, Frank interface, Frank interface. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I saw them all lined up, I'd be like, okay. I this should be a fun guess. nickname. This uh, be and then, uh, yeah. and then there's the one that looks exactly like Lexus. Pence. I've never seen that one. You oh, definitely yeah. Have. The high. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I've seen that one. Yeah. But it's not her. It's not. And I thought it was her. I thought forever. I thought that was one of our emotes. You're on just random Twitch channels. Like, damn, we're popular. Yeah, we're we everywhere. Really surprised you. I was like, oh shit, we made it outside. <laughs> but you know, uh, of course, you can submit your questions. Do that. Watch live. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com/slash. You're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. So we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Housekeeping for you, as I said earlier, it's the national holiday that is Friday the 13th. You can come celebrate with us in a classic party mode. Go to kindoffunny.com slash Friday the 13th. You can watch wow. one of my favorite party modes of all time, where I go around and kill everybody in Friday the 13th. It'll also help you understand why I'm so excited for Predator Hunting Grounds. Uh, also, I'm trying to do a Borderlands stream this afternoon. So if you're watching live, ch you can chill out with me on, of course, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Yesterday, how I say trying, because mm. yesterday... We did a stream on Patreon.com slash kind of funny of Borderlands 3 because I fucked up the comic book club. Mm. An hour into that stream, yeah. the board got so hot it just stopped working. Yeah. So mm. there's we have a fan on it now, and I said, well, Kevin, do you not want me to test it? Do you want to push it? He's like, no, we should test it. So yeah. let's see if the fan's a solution. So we're still planning on streaming there, but if it abruptly ends and the company's failed, it's because everything melted. And I, I, I have been touching the, the little box here, which was like, it's, it burns yesterday. Touching. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's... 
feels great. The fans I was doing playing great. my Switch yesterday, uh-huh. and it just shut down. That's crazy. Because that's how hot it is here. I don't like it. I don't like that one bit. Real dumb. Not Everybody's like, move to the LA. Okay. It'd be even worse in LA, all right? Andrea can do it because she's in shape. She can, she, you know what I mean? I'm not a we fan can't. of LA, but I will argue they have AC, AC down there. AC. Well, now, theoretically, too, if we had a, like a real studio, we could have AC, too. That's true. You know I mean, we I mean? could yeah. have AC here. We could have AC anywhere. No, remember we brought that AC machine in here that one time. I didn't do shit. Damn. But that wasn't real AC. I just do what Kevin says. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but thank you to our Patreon producers. Patreon.com, Re-Retro Games, Blackjack, and Mohammed Mohammed. Today, we're brought to you by Hymns, Manscaped, and Quip. But I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Four items on the Roper Report. I got two Nintendo stories for you, Tim. Thank so you, you should Greg. get stoked. I need them. This first one's, I, I could actually be two. Okay. Because it's goofy in the front and then very serious in the end. Okay. Uh, we're going to go to IGN.com where Matt Perslow is saying Smash won't add Goku or Iron Man. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate creator and director, Sakura, uh, Zachariah. That's how you Sa- say it. Sakurai. You say it with a Z, though. No, I don't. Zachariah. I don't do that. Zachariah uh, has stated <laughs> that the series will continue to only feature video game characters despite numerous requests from fans to add characters like Goku and Iron Man. The comments were made at Tokyo Game Show where Zachariah took to the stage to accept an award for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. His words were published on Twitter by a user and then translated by another user and verified by IG in Japan. Quote, I get all these kinds of requests from abroad like where is my believed Iron Man or where is my beloved Goku? Uh, Sakurai said. Mm -hmm. Got it that time? Uh, However, basically Smash will only have content from video games in it. Despite this, uh, and I, I cut out a paragraph here. He's talking about all the DLC they've had, Banjo and all the different Joker and all the people who've come through. Despite this, it seems like third-party Switch games is as far as Sakurai is willing to go. Uh, the games based on anime comic books, with games being based on anime comic books or film being a step beyond his boundaries. Here's where we get serious, right? Because all that's goofy. Iron Man's never coming to Smash. We understand that, right? Sakurai also noted that he strives to work hard on DLC characters as Super Smash Bros. Ultimate was his final assignment from the late Satoru Iwata, Nintendo's beloved president. Quote, I'm sorry for bringing up this personal story at a time like this, but making Smash Bros. on Switch was the last mission the late Satoru Iwata gave to me, Sakurai said. Uh, I've put my all into this game, and with more DLC, I continue to work hard. Aww. I love this dude. I I love how much he cares about video games as a whole. And how he's put that love into Smash Brothers over decades mm-hmm. at this point. Um, he's been the man behind all the Smash Brothers games and every DLC pack, every every single thing that can go into Smash Brothers. He's the one kind of overseeing and has his hands in all those cookie jars. Um, when it comes to the Goku and Iron Man thing, this is like the first time I've ever heard of Iron Man. Uh, Goku's been an ongoing yeah, gag want go in the Smash him. community, and like not even gag. It's like people legitimately do want him. Um, but I will say it's probably the most uh, divisive choice ever where there are so many people that are like no Goku is not in fucking video games and like, it turns into a kind of a flame like, war have you seen quickly. Bandai Namco's in- entire video games and then people bring that up and it turns really complicated I'm with you guys here's, here's my thing oh, I, here comes. I don't think that we'll see Goku in, no. in Smash Ultimate I, but, you just heard it here on the awards stage yeah but that doesn't matter he's he said things my like apologies. he said things won't happen so many times and then they end up happening um, but I just think that with Ultimate, um, especially with all the interviews he's done recently with the uh, direct kind of follow-up thing where he like broke down um, Banjo, like how he plays and stuff. Which, by the way, if you guys haven't seen this fucking video, after the Nintendo Direct that happened last week, uh, Sakurai stayed on and did a like 15-minute breakdown of Smash 5.0 update, Banjo-Kazooie, how he plays and all that stuff, the home run contest and some other things. And it might be the funniest video I've ever seen in my goddamn really? life. He is, it's just him chilling, being him, doing the whole, hi, talking to the camera thing with the super matter-of-fact translator. Yeah, yeah. Translating everything. Yeah, yeah. But there, he's just in a room with his friends and coworkers. You don't see them, but every once in a while you hear them laugh like a studio audience. Oh, nice, nice, nice. And it just makes it so much better. But like a perfect example of something he does is they're talking about the home run contest and they're like, yeah, now uh, you can play with two players like you have been to in the past, but now it's enhanced. Let me show you an example. And like it cuts and he's doing this all live and he has two pro controllers and he starts playing super advanced home run contest shit with two players at once with his fingers. And he's just going on two controllers. 
He stops and he hits it. And as it's going, he cuts it off and he goes, no, no, no. That won't work. That's not how you're supposed to play two players. Don't do that. (laughs) 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 Then you just hear like the room laugh. And it's just like, God, what the fuck is video games? Have you ever met him? Yeah. Yeah. I have a picture of me and him at my first D3. Wow. I got really, I saw him. I started freaking the fuck out. He was in the 3DS area. It was when uh, the 3DS was first revealed. This is when ever. Miyamoto cut in front of you to that was to play yes, someone else to right? play connect okay okay um but yeah so Sakurai was there just wandering the um 3ds area with uh kid kid Icarus kid, kid Icarus kid Icarus. Icarus yeah because uh, that was his game the uh-huh, only uh-huh. one of the only games he made besides Smash um Kirby's era right as well but uh he, he was kind of like watching people react to his game and no one knew who he was that's great I knew who the fuck he was yeah and I asked to take a picture with him and I, you could tell it was the first time anyone's ever asked to take really? a picture with him yeah and like Alfredo took it from me I still have it I'll show I'll put it on Twitter at some point but, that's awesome um anyways this I'm really 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 into the, the love that he has for this franchise obviously I love the franchise but where he's I'm at sorry, right how many now, spirits do you have all of them. How many is that? Uh, I don't remember the exact number. 7,000 or something. No, like that, no, 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 no. It's 1,347. Oh, how silly. It's going to say 7,000. Like um, but I really like that where we're at right now, where you can tell that the DLC planned plan is starting to wrap up a bit. Yeah. Uh, we only have one character that we don't know left. We have Terry coming, and then there's one more spot in the character pack, but he's already said, I'm going to put out more. Like, there's going to be more after that. He didn't announce another character pack, but. Just, it might just be kind of piecemeal here and here. Yeah. But his whole thing and th- with him talking about like my Iwata. final mission was yeah. from Iwata to make this game combined with what he's been saying of like, I want, I understand, like the, an interview he did a couple days ago, he was just like, no Smash Brothers game will ever have this many characters. No video game will ever have this many characters from different video games in one game. And I want to keep it that way. Like this is my, my project. This is my mission to make this the ultimate Smash Brothers game. And I'm going to just keep adding characters that make sense because uh, I love video games. I know video games. And I want to just keep going for as long as Nintendo will let me and as long as I feel like it's worth doing. And I'm like, all right, I'm all in. Let's keep going. So I understand with that s- sentiment. Goku not being part of the plan, even though he is very wanted and would straight up break the internet if he was announced, you know. Um, But I can see Sakurai taking this now as like a real personal thing to like love and celebrate video games themselves. So two questions, piggyback, or I guess three actually. Uh, Is this, I mean, you talk about it being his his final mission. It's his last mission from Awada. But I Mm -hmm. do think that is a great subtitle subtext for what's happening because i know before he said he was, he's done doing smash right but then he always ends up getting pulled back in yeah it's always been like a, i i want to retire it's never been a, i'm retired okay, okay you know um he works very hard that's right greg I don't know uh, yeah no, seen no, i've the seen memes. i've seen all the memes i've seen all the memes yeah. so do you think this is his final smash um uh-huh. ah, i can do um, it too guys yeah I, I i do but that's mainly based on he is getting older even though he doesn't look it and I think that he's planning to work on this game for years. That's my next question, too. Do you think this is the final Smash? Like, is this a game that you, they just add to throughout the Switch's life cycle, continue adding these characters to? It continues to sell us. It always mm-hmm. does. And then when we get whatever comes after the Switch, do they deluxe edition this and put it back out? I would hope so. Yeah. Like, that that to me would be ideal. Because we're not going to... We're going to lose characters. If, if we do see a sequel to Smash at this point, I would want it to be something radically different. Okay. Let's, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale style. No, like still, still the same. <laughs> so like, like, no, like get it, get it down to like maybe, maybe instead of what we're coming up on a hundred characters at some point. Instead of that, maybe twenty characters that are the characters that we know because we can't get too random and obscure with yeah, just yeah. twenty, but with new move sets. Oh, okay, let's go back to maybe even just the original twelve to start off, and then with the way the games work now, have DLC packs and stuff. But, sure. Give Mario totally different moves than what, what he's had for the last 20 years now. Link, same thing. Yeah, Samus, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like that could be cool, but I still want, like, Ultimate exists. Yeah. And I hope that it will continue to exist and be ported and to continue to be added to because it's just insane. Okay. Gotta love it. You've answered my questions. I appreciate you. Never thought we'd see Badger Kazooie in it, but we did. I never thought we'd see Goku, but I'm still holding on hope. <laughs> Number yeah. two, there's a new Switch w- firmware out. This is Eddie at GameSpot. The latest firmware update for Nintendo Switch has arrived, and it includes a number of new features, tweaks, changes, and fixes. Version 9.0.0, released September 9, 
Introduces one. Well, I'm just reporting on it now. I guess. Report introduces a new search feature uh, for the news channel, a new option to pull out a QR code on your Switch to check in at events, and uh, new touch screen sensitivity settings. The update also introduces the ability to stop the Switch from recognizing inputs from the console's buttons, except for the capture and home buttons. Uh, this only applies to the upcoming Switch Lite. Additionally, the new Switch 9.0.0 update adds a section to the account pages for online play invites. And as its name suggests, this is where you'll see invites from friends for supported games. Finally, the new patch fixes what sounds like a very serious issue. Apparently, there was a bug that completely prevented Fire Emblem Three Houses from booting at all, instead returning an error. This problem has been fixed with the update through several or through general system and stability improvements, Nintendo said. Borzen OO in the chat says, don't forget to update your controllers. That's always a thing. Yeah. Is it really on yeah. a Switch even? Oh yeah. Oh, your Joy Cons? Yeah. Even your you know, Pro Controller, right? I've never seen no, like, like uh, Joy Cons, uh, especially yeah. I've never seen, the, and I'm not saying that he's wrong. Yeah. I, I Xbox, I've always seen it. I'd be like, oh, time to update your controller. I'm like, oh, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. Switch, I've never noticed it before. I've yeah. seen yeah. Pair, so my Switch is always like connected to the internet. I've seen Pear Snyder connect like his 70 different pairs of fucking. Yeah, see, I only use the one set of Joy Cons yeah. really, so that's yeah. why. Yeah. Stupid pair, a million things. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's also got a giant dog. <laughs> so that's Dude, if, you're, if you're not following Pear on Instagram, he's got a giant ass dog. You know what I mean? Now, granted, I have a. T uh, what did you think? I heard dong. You heard dong. Uh, okay. Ding dong yeah, XL. I heard dong. Pear Schneider got that ding dong XL. I was just like, what, Greg? <laughs> no, yeah, he's got a weird like alien dog from like outer space. Oh my what god, that is that is something. Uh, cool, whatever. Yeah, it's you not know, something we need to cool comment on. I tossed in there. I also don't understand the release in September 9th. Sorry if that got covered. Maybe in an Andrew episode, I, I just don't missed think it. it. Did okay, good. Well, I wanted to detail it out there, and then yeah. he's always giving me the details. Yeah, the switch updates. I, I kind of wish that. Uh, I, I wish that numbered updates for consoles meant more than like back in the day I feel like they used to yeah like, when oh, you sure. well, about, like, PlayStation still does that yeah when you get to a 5.0 a 4.0 like that's like, a big we're deal 9.0 on switch right now and like we're still limited to two themes like things it's like that is just weird give me a theme I want a Zelda theme it'd be so cool what it's is little things but it's been years I'd love to re I, I would love I love my switch obviously I would love a, them to totally redo the interface of it yeah it's, I you know what I mean What's I don't like this thing, thing. I wish I could make folders. I wish I could do different stuff. I wish I could keep it in it. I, it, it, it when I'm in the mood to play something, I'm like all the way over. I'm like, ah, fuck, all software yeah. do that thing. Yeah. I feel like mm -hmm. I'd rather. I like the way I keep my PS4 where everything goes in a folder. So right. I just have like three or four icons on the front. I have a couple things I want to talk about here, Greg. I okay, sure. This is a good point in the show to do it. Um, what Pear Schneider story do you have? <laughs> I saw, like, I have contrary information. Um, so I saw a, a tweet go out of somebody that was like, the, what is it about the Switch's sound effect that is so pleasing? Well, it's because it happens in the, the directs when they click or whatever, right? When they snap, but they yeah. also do it. But then it does do the when you pop the Joy-Cons on. No, no, but I'm talking about like the when the Switch logo. Uh -huh. When you oh, see the Switch. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're just like, what is it like scientifically? That like, how did they design that sound and, and achieve such a intense kind of feeling. connection feeling where it's like you hear that and it's just like it. It it feels right, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. and then just going into it. But that that got me thinking. I, I didn't. There was no answer. It was just well, I mean, yeah, posing a question. Market groups and testing and research, yeah. and then I think the reason it's working is because hey, we're also excited about it. So you do hear it, you do see it, you do play associated it. associated with good stuff. Yeah. But um, I was just thinking about that a bit, and I was just like, it's really obviously much thoughts put into this, of and, course. and there's there's many teams and, and groups trying to figure out like the the right the right calls and what just feels wrong to people, but. The PS4 and Switch have such good sound effects. And the, the Xbox as well. I feel like the Xbox is probably my least favorite of it, but it does have that satisfying kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd also make an argument through for stuff. the Wii U. We're talking about current stuff, not fucking huge failures that almost ruined a company, Barrett. Okay. God. No one even knows what the Wii not, sounded like I'm when you not, turned it on. <laughs> Nobody ever turned face, it on. The face Tim's giving me, though, I'm not wrong. Of course, Tim's on. He's not wrong. Tim's on your no, side about a Nintendo but, thing. But the thing about the about the Switch, though, is when you're blading through just the homepage and the the it makes all the little clicks. It's like it's the the tones that go up or down. Yeah. It's, it feels so right. You know, it, well, feels, the, it feels fun. The thing with Switch nails right in terms of user interface. Even though I'm saying I could go for a little bit of redesign, but we won't get it because I think it's what it nails is simplicity. Mm -hmm. Where it is, you're in, and then there are all your games. And like, it's, it's, it's simple. Simplicity, and it's also what what I think the Switch really, really succeeds at, and I think the developers uh, over the last 
year have really been like hone, honing in on the fact that people care about this and like Reset Era will fucking lose its shit if you have a bad one uh-huh. is the the cover art for the games. The oh, square yeah, yeah, cover no, art. I know, I know having that well. the big logo well. with the thing. It's like it it's beautiful to look at when you have all your games next to each other in a way that on some of the other consoles it's not necessarily as pretty to yeah. look at. Because you um, dump it all in a folder and you don't see it, right? Yeah. But or even jump yeah. it over to, to PlayStation though. It's like I feel like PlayStation sound like sound design for its menus. It, 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 well, there's that the soothing shit in the background, but like the clicking over between different tabs, between different things, it like it feels like when Nintendo feels fun. I feel like the PlayStation really nails like feeling like you're using cool tech. Sure, you know? I understand. It, like that. it feels like it feels like what the PlayStation is. Yeah, you know? I, like, I agree with that in, in the way that I think. I remember the, turning on the PS4 for the first time and fucking around and doing all that stuff, and it felt like, yeah, you were turning on a next-gen console. Yeah, that yeah. sounds weird, but, it's, but it's, it still feels that way, though. Like, it's it's rad. Like, yeah. it feels HD. Well, that's because <laughs> there's no printer settings. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about your fucking cross-media bar on yeah, PS3. That's, getting, that's Greg, I got a question for you. Yes, Barry Courtney. Because we're doing, we're talking about all this like UI for, sure, for, for these consoles I'll and out. whatnot. Have you noticed recently when you go into the media like app, right? And it, it brings up like Netflix and all that stuff. When you go specifically into the media app on PS4, does the entire like console slow down for of you? Of course, yeah. Really? The media app is one of the biggest mistakes they've ever made. Gotcha. You yeah. know what I mean? It used like, to not just be one app. Be, yeah, yeah. I, used to, I used to have all my little apps just there, right? And yeah. so I could go in. I didn't have to go into an app to then choose the next app I want to use. Yeah. But now I don't even do it because Tim told me to get this TV. And then he said, don't use your PlayStation 4 stuff anymore. These are designed for the PlayStation uh, for your TV. Huh. So now I watch my Netflix and Amazon with the Amazon button and the Netflix button. Damn. Boom. Came home yesterday. Jen was watching it on PS4, and I didn't even bother. You know, it's like she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to follow the light. Old she habits. wants to watch Mine Hunter on PS4. Whatever, have it. Whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But it's whatever. Jen, whatever. And then the other want. annoying thing is, all right. So I got this roommate, right, Lucy James, Deadbeat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She bought these Hue lights, right, that she can change and do whatever she wants to. So cool. But then she took over one of the Ethernet ports off the stupid Comcast <sighs> modem. So now I'm down to one Ethernet drop on the PS4. Mm-hmm. So on the TV, I want to have an Ethernet, but I don't know how to do that. Why? Well, no, you got to. I got, but then it's like, do I have to go buy a new modem and will I get the same speeds? Because that was Comcast's big fucking argument when I came in. I was like, I'm not getting the speeds I want. You're not using the right modem. Here's this stupid log. I got this damn There's log that's log. only got two fucking ports on it. Here comes Kevin Coelho. Can we have the shock mic turned up, please? Kevin Coelho, as we like to call him, big tech dog coming in. Um, I heard you talking about some Ethernet issues. Just get an Ethernet switch. They're like $25. Is that uh, like a splitter? Yeah. So you plug in one Ethernet line. So the one that you have right now, uh-huh. you plug it in directly into the little switch and then you can have up to four outs and i don't lose any quality i lose some quality no can you order me one sure thank you you're just walking around getting your show ready you got time yeah sure i love you kevin thank you uh number three on the rapper report Monster Hunter World Iceborne ships 2.4 million units globally. And then it's, uh, that's, that's weird. Because I took this from a press release, right? But yeah. then the headline immediately contradicts the content. So let's see what uh. goes on. Ca- uh, Capcom today announced that Monster Hunter World Iceborne, the massive expansion for Monster Hunter World on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, has shipped over 2.5 million units worldwide. Uh, the Xbox One uh, is... Xbox One version uh, is available in North America and Europe only. PC version is scheduled for release in January 2020. Uh, that includes Monster Hunter World Iceborne Digital Sales and Monster Hunter World Iceborne Master Edition Physical Shipments and Digital Sales. The Monster Hunter series consists of hunting action games that pits players against giant monsters in a beautiful, natural environment. The series has sparked a social phenomenon known as the Monster Hunter craze. Yeah. <laughs> By introducing a new kind of communication style for players throughout cooperative play, focus on hunting monsters with their friends. The series has grown into a mega hit with Monster Hunter World, uh, which released in January 2018, achieving 13.1 million units shipped. Uh, the first title in Capcom's history to achieve this record high. In cumulative sales of the series exceeding 58 million units as of September 13th, 2019. So, a big congratulations to Monster Hunter and Capcom. Dude, this is insane. Yeah, that's two point five million for an expansion for yeah. a game that already sold over thirteen million. Yeah. And I don't. Like, and I'm not in a week. In one week, and, and that, it's shipped. It's not sold, but yeah, that doesn't matter. I hate like, that kind of crap. They're yeah. not shipping stuff. They're not going to sell. I mean, they, they are. They do. Not that many. Is it what? Maybe a point I mean, four. Well, that, but that's the thing. Is like absolutely that could have been a thing they should not have done that nah, it's only been a week not. we'll see nah, we can check in it's not like the e- the, this is an ET everybody they're not gonna be a fucking graveyard full iceborne expansion they're, they're 100% <laughs> in three weeks could be a thing of like wow they're, Capcom they out of business they only sold business, they sold point like, three. <laughs> yeah but like I expect they're gonna sell it like they they have smart people that are that are making the choices here but that's really really crazy for an expansion that's coming out 
significantly later than the the game originally launched. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, so, what, more than a year later. And I think what's interesting about it, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, the Canary in the Coal Mine, the Bellwether, whatever you want to say, my glancing at Twitter, I don't see the peers and people and friends that I follow talking about this game. Yeah. So I think it really is another one of those games that goes to show you how dedicated the Monster Hunter audience is and how they continue to be an audience and uh, a community that will support this game and do it in their own ways. And you, it's, it's similar to how I always talk about like what Rooster Teeth is, right? Where if you don't know Rooster Teeth, then you move a rock and you find out how big they are. Like, holy shit, like Monster Hunter seems to be in that same thing. What are you looking at? You're clicking. A lot of clicks are happening. A lot of clicks are happening. Probably going to have to be you're wronged on this. Oh, here we go. Ready? Get ready. Because I was about to say that what's interesting is the word shipped here. So Uh it's like, okay, cool. 2.5 million shipped. So does that not count digital sales? No, this counted digital. For the shipped? Well, I think that would count sales. That would count uh, sold through. Yeah. Okay. So what are we arguing about? So what I'm thinking is like that 2.5, does that include digital? I, yeah, it does. I'm opening the actual press release, press release here, uh, so that I can make sure I get it. Uh, and then jumping back to the other one, so over 13 million sold for the core game. Does that include digital? Because that also that w- uses the word shipped. Well, yeah, but I think it's just the easiest way to sum it, summarize, right? Because like they go out of their way to put the it sounds like sold would asterisk. be a bit clearer. But then you have to. Then it gets confusing because now what? I'm going to say Monster Hunter uh, World has has shipped. 1.5 million and sold an additional 2.5. They just want the number shoved together. And I think, again, it's like... If you have to choose one of those words, what makes more sense? Well, only one's true. Only the ship number is true. I can't say... like if this, So right now, this is 2.5 shipped. I can't say this is 2.5 sold. Because only the digital ones are sold. You understand? One is true and the other isn't. I don't get it. It's, so think of it like this. The umbrella mm-hmm. of shipped also covers what was sold digitally however if we go to the umbrella of sold we couldn't put the ones that have just been shipped underneath it it would have to be over here i mean whatever it's all semantics here but like the digital ones aren't shipped they're sold right so that doesn't fit under that well no equally don't work Mm, no i don't agree i don't agree sold can't can't ship digital sold can be under shipped shipped can't be under sold i understand that Mm, mm, but digital mm. isn't shipped at all I mean, it's technically. I mean, shipping. technically, it gets shipped across your internet. Go, boom! Fucking right. got you, Sam. You know what I mean? Fucking nails you. All right. Um. Yeah. So hold on now. Xbox One version, North American, Europe. PC version scheduled for June 2020. Uh. And then hold on. The three here has shipped over 2.5 million units worldwide. Then the footnote on that says includes Monster Hunter World Iceborne digital sales and Monster Hunter World Iceborne Master Edition physical shipments and digital sales. So yeah, it's just these physical shipments for the Master Edition that are throwing this off. In terms of having to put it that way, I understand you came around to exactly where I was. That two two point five, they're probably gonna sell them all. Don't worry about it. I, I mean, I'm not. See, I appreciate that's my original, original argument. Here now, my side. Like, well, now you want to put them in there. It. You want to put them in there. I feel like there needs to be two separate numbers that you can add together, like an adult. No, nobody wants to do that shit. No, that's they just want to read the headlines. Headline, yeah, exactly. How, what a fucked up headline that's gonna be. Monster Hunter World Iceborne ships 1.5 Master Editions and sells through 2.5. Are you still reading? No? Oh, you crashed your car, huh? Sorry, it's me. Matt came at IGN. It's fake news. No, it's not. They didn't ship it. They they definitely shipped it. That is shipped. That is gone. Those are gone. They shipped 2.5 million. Then what about the digital? They got shipped to fucking PlayStation. God damn it. Number four, NPD. Uh, NPD numbers are out for August. And... U.S. game sales have dropped 18% for the month. This is uh, Brendan Sinclair at GamesIndustry.biz. Gaming's difficult 2019 drags on. The NPD Group has released its monthly U.S. sales report for August, showing that U.S. hardware, software, and accessory sales were down 18% year over year to 666 million. Wow. Mock of the million devil. Uh, The NPD Group figures include U.S. physical sales as well as digital sales from a subset of publishers. Not all. Year to date, the NPD figures put U.S. spending on games down 6% from last year to $7 billion as of the end of August. Software sales have been slightly up over that stretch, but not enough to offset significant declines in hardware sales. Software sales have been less consistently depressing this year, but 
August was a down month. The NPD reported August dollar sales tracked, uh, of tracked games fell 22% to $257 million. It was the lowest total for August software sales since 1998, when the month's US, when the month's U.S. game sales tallied uh, $234 million. Year-to-date, U.S. software sales are up 1% to $3.1 billion, with NPD analyst Matt Piscatella crediting Switch games for the growth. Madden NFL 20 topped the sales charts for the second month, maintaining momentum from its earlier-than-usual July kickoff. Minecraft came in second, which is, perhaps surprisingly, the game's highest placement ever on the NPD charts. Astral Chain was the best-performing new release, just cracking the top 10 list, which reads like this. And again, whole bunch of caveats, right? No, I'd open this over here because I didn't copy over the caveats of what is, yeah. So like PC sales aren't included on some of these. Uh, Minecraft digital sales on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One included. And then digit, it's, you know how this is. I'm just going to read the games. You can fill it in if we have to talk about it. Uh, number one, Madden NFL 20. Number two, Minecraft. Number three, Grand Theft Auto 5, of course. Number four, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Let's digital sales go, not baby. included. Smash Brothers at number five, not included. Digital. Number six, Mario Maker 2. Digital sales not included. Number seven, Mario Kart 8. Digital sales not included number eight mortal kombat 11 number nine tom clancy's rainbow six siege and number 10 astral chain digital sales question. not included question from the peanut gallery i have question uh why the fuck doesn't nintendo include their digital sales because i feel like that would just make it even better for them because I, I, I feel like they don't necessarily care about this npd stuff That's and it's fair. just more like they have their investor meetings where they do re- release those numbers and mm. like they're always astronomical at the end of the year yeah and so it's just kind of like a, like i feel like they care about the investors more than i'm just saying this stuff, it'd be really know? impressive because i imagine if you included the digital sales for fire emblem three houses that would have gone up like one or two spots you know oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. astral train i think too if Astro yeah. can crack the top 10 yeah like just on physical i'd be really interested and like in older digital. games like mario kart 8 like not a lot of people are buying that like physical you gotta imagine more of the percentage is digital it's the normal thing of, I don't know how much NPD matters anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. long. And I'm not, I love the data. I love seeing it. I love having yeah. these conversations every month. But it is, I think, to Nintendo, what do they fucking care? Like, this is like such a, in, in some, I, in the old days, right? It was such, it was the only way to figure this out and see how you stacked and when it went. And like now with digital this and like how well, you're selling well, this stuff. this is included, but that is, and this isn't whatever. It's just like, okay, cool. So this is kind of just a list of games. It's just a way to get well, a glance which at what's, is, you know. Like you said, very cool information and interesting for sure. Uh, like, I feel like you get to glean in interesting things that you wouldn't have necessarily known otherwise, but it's not like the end-all be-all. Mm. Astral Chain making the top 10, that's interesting. Like, I feel like that's the news story here, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. On top of that, though, Mortal Kombat 11 still being in there. Hey, I, think, I think that that's pretty pretty impressive as well. Some of the other things are a little bit more like, okay, well, well duh, um, Madden's going to be there. And number yeah. one, though, it's like, okay, cool. Madden's continuing to, to have sure. the success that it always has. It's just as relevant as it used to be. Well, I don't want to go that far, but yeah, it's, but it's, you know it's, what I mean. Yeah, yeah it's like, still succeeding. I think it's, it's a, still a quiet, it's it's been a quiet summer for the most part. In yeah. terms, and like, we're just starting to heat up to the fall. However, Riot goes woof wrote in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says hello Greg and Tim according to this article I saw today on GameSpot video game sales were down at a very low point in August the lowest seen in quite a while do you think this is a result of September having so many heavy hitters and people saving money for that people putting more money towards microtransactions slash IAP as opposed to new games or is this a statistic uh, to be worried about when it comes to the state of gaming today thanks for all you do riot personally I don't find it concerning at all I think it's just the trends of video games, right? Hardware hardware sales are down. Of course they are. Everybody's talking about Xbox 2 and what's going to happen with PlayStation 5. Like, we know those are on the horizon. It's the same thing we, t- we talked about on Andrea's episode on Wednesday, right? Of GameStop being like, hey, we're closing these stores this year and we're taking it on the chin right now because people, everyone's talking about the next generation, so no one's buying the current generation hardware. Not nobody, but you know what I mean. Not droves that you usually see. And you will see again as the life cycle even continues to go down and prices drop. I mean, but even then, though, it's down year over year, but it's not down compared to other generations. You know, it's the lowest it's ever been since 1998, Tim. For the lowest. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm, not, no, I'm with you. I, I just feel like when you start trying to contextualize all this, especially with the fact that Hey, it's the lowest it's been since 1998. That's game sales, right? That's game sales, right? Again, guess what? There wasn't a digital marketplace in 1998. Like, I bet we're. You can't. I don't think you can look at games right now as a business and be like, "Man, 
the other shoe's about to drop. Like, no, people are spending more money yeah, than ever yeah. on games, and it's all over the place. They're just doing it in different ways, which you're pointing out, right? Goes woof with microtransactions, people being invested in games longer. You know, the the way Fortnite and Minecraft and all these games eat up your time, let alone your money on what they want to sell to you. Mm-hmm. And again, where I, I, you know, I think Barrett, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you tweeted recently about like. In a year where games haven't really spoken to me, right. was it Borderlands or what else? It was uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Marvel 3. Ultimate Alliance, right? Like I feel like, no, I'm in a similar boat with you where I yeah. played a lot of stuff, but like when I start getting on a game of the year, it's like yeah. pretty easy for me to get down to a top five right now. I mean, yeah. I feel like the beginning of the year was stacked, mm. and then as you went on, it was kind of yeah. like the middle's been a little like all right, like there there are games that everyone's loving, but it gets a bit more niche. Right. This is, but this is the for like right now we're in September and we we've got. Uh, Ultimate Alliance three like a month ago, but yeah. then like now we have Borderlands and next week's Link's Awakening yeah. and all this stuff like yeah, this the, that was the thing. This is, like, is the first part of this year where I'm like, oh shit, like I'm actually paying attention to games. One hundred percent. We're like, to the point now. There's always been stuff coming out every week that I want to play. Right. Now we're on the point where you're at the holiday roller coaster yeah. where I feel like the bar is down and we are definitely already probably on the top and about to come down the next loop, right? Yeah. With Borderlands and with uh, Call of Duty stuff happening and, mm-hmm. you know, like there's the... Star Wars, Death Stranding. God, I yeah. keep forgetting about Star Wars. I keep yeah. forgetting about Death Stranding. Those, those feel like so far away and they're so close. Like, you're definitely strapped in and I think that's one of the reasons spending's down as well is like the AAA crazy games people really want are on the horizon, but not here. So why would they go out and buy X, Y, and Z? And I mean, looking at the NPD numbers here, it's like it's pretty clear what console people are buying and what games people are playing, and it's Switch titles. Yeah. Because Nintendo had a summer plan of Mario Maker 2, Ultimate Astral Chain, Ultimate Alliance, Fire Emblem. It's just like none of those titles are, you know, going to be Mario Kart 8 yeah. or Smash Brothers, but they're going to just kind of be a consistent summer. Hot mm. Boy Summer, Nintendo Summer, baby. Hot Boy Summer and Nintendo Summer. Tim, mm-hmm. I'm excited to keep reading uh, the show and doing the show with you, right? One of the reasons I'm excited is because yesterday we did a topic or a question about like, hey, do you feel like the questions are stagnant or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I actually think the questions are great. So many new faces have popped up. So many oh, new yeah. names have popped up today. Like it was overflowing with great questions today. Great job. There was a Reddit thread. Did you see this? Are I you did. Talk I about sure. This? I am going to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. If you want to, we can jump to it. Katie wrote in with a question. We'll get to later. But at the end, she goes, "If this question gets read, then shout out to Borzin Zero Zero for his Reddit post about how to write a good question." No. Yeah. A lot of people listen to Borzin. Uh, and then a lot of people listened yesterday, and here they are, a whole bunch of different questions. Fantastic. I'm excited for all these questions, but we still have so long till we get to them. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the Mom and Grab shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Borderlands 3 is finally out on PlayStation 4, or Xbox right. One, and PC. We're streaming this afternoon. Stay tuned. It's talked about on the Gamescast. Of course, take all of the grain of salt. We're doing a Borderlands show with 2K. Uh, Light Fairy Tale Episode 1 is on Xbox One. NASCAR Heat is on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. NHL 20 is on PlayStation 4, Xbox One. I'm excited based on this title, but it can't be what I think it is. Ellen is out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. If this is a game where I host the Ellen DeGeneres show... I'm fucking in. I'm if it's a, it up, a game where I follow Ellen around and do her groceries, I'm it's, in. It's not. God damn it. What is it? It's uh, like a pixel art. Boo. This doesn't look like it. This doesn't Boo. look I want to be married. I want to be married to Portia De La Rossi. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Uh, Maybe this is her life. Maybe this is like how she She doesn't live out. in a house like that. Ellen would have more color. Don't don't even fucking come Maybe in here. Maybe this and is her Ellen's origin name. story, though. <laughs> Damon, is it X Machina or Cross Machina? <laughs> Stop. We're not getting into this again. Sky is out on Switch today. Star Wars Pinball is on Switch. Uh, Distraint? Yeah, Deluxe Edition is on Switch. Atomic Heist is on Switch. Chop is on Switch. Uh, and then a whole bunch of things start doubling up. That's weird. Come on. Huh, yeah. I, I steal from you for a reason, Kotaku. I don't need this. Uh, rest in Peace is on Switch. Uh, Groupia is on P- PC. Cub is on PC. And then the Days Gone New Game Plus mode is out and includes uh, Dope Ass Horizon, Concrete Genie, and Siphon Filter skins for your Whoa. bike. Cool. Watch the trailer today. Yeah, I was like, damn. And again, shout out to them for supporting that game the way they have. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I said at review, like, eh, it wasn't for me kind of thing. And I know a lot of people love it. The fact that they're still doing so much for that, I think, is really, really cool. However... Let's get into some questions. That's right, Tim. People wrote in with questions about dates. Uh, Katie writes in and says, Hi, Greg and Tim. With Borderlands 3 out today, I was wondering, is this the biggest release of the year so far? 
Ooh, good. See, there you go. That is good a job, good Katie. Question. Making it pertinent, pertinent around the news. I like that. I'm gonna say I, no. I, I feel like the context of the question, the biggest release so far, needs to either be the most AAA of AAA titles that's exclusive uh-huh. to a to a console, like a Halo. Yeah. Right. Okay. Or it needs to be multi-platform where it's just like, hey, this game is everywhere and you can't get away from it. Mm. And and with that... It falls in the number two category, I, I, right? It, it does. And I feel like it's definitely in the conversation and I can't immediately think of anything from the big three that can rival Gears it. Gears 5? No. I'm, I'm, th- I'm not even... Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. throwing out my... Yeah. Off the top of my head, I would say Gears 5, Gears 5 Resident Nintendo, Evil 2. Nintendo didn't have something this year so far. And like, I don't think Mario Maker, to. but yeah, I agree. Mario I agree. Not it like, didn't penetrate the way this is penetrating. Yeah. <laughs> um... Barry, you got anything? What are you thinking? I need to bring something up, but like, I was thinking in the context of like, what what we think like sales and like how like what the reach is going to be for this, and like I, I just think like any sports game out this year, like MLB The Show and like Madden and shit. Like, but those the, aren't bigger though. They might sell more, but mm, they're not like mm. in. I, I feel like big yeah. is sales conversation. That's fair. like no, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Like yeah, just yeah, like yeah. the zeitgeist of, of gaming as a whole. Let me uh, let, let me bring up a list here. Streaming I, these days, I'd yeah. even add into that. Uh, so here we go. So here's from NPD.com. The top 10 selling video games, retail and digital, year to date, ending August 2019. All right. Number one, Mortal Kombat 11. Number mm. two, Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm. Uh, and sorry, there's some stuff covering it. It's that like, you know, hey, go to Twitter or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's still fucked up. Number uh, three, and, and, uh, Madden. Number four, The Division. Number five, Anthem. Number six, Smash Brothers Ultimate. Number seven, Resident Evil 2019. Uh, number eight, Grand Theft Auto Five. What a weird way to name that. Well, they call it Resident Evil 2 2019. Okay. I just uh, fucked it up. Okay. Sorry, my apologies. Uh, number nine, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Number 10, Days Gone. I would argue Apex, Apex Legends. <clears throat> I know, like, that wasn't really, like, a, a thing people are getting hyped for before the fact because it was more of a shadow release. But yeah, the impact drop. of what, like... Apex Legends had in streaming culture and battle royale and stuff like that. Like For I like think that a was week, re- though. That's, no, that's, that's, that's my problem. Mm. Like we'll, we need to see how how long the tail is for Borderlands. But I feel like if Borderlands 3's hype lasts longer than a month, which I expect it's going to, I would say it beats Apex. I don't agree with that because Apex is free as well. I still feel in the art, like, there's so many ways to slice the question and jump into it. Right? Is it the biggest release of the year so far? In terms of Hype advertising the fact you can't get away. Like I saw, I, I granted, like I'm in, I'm into the game, so like that's the thing too. Like somebody uh, already in your wrong, I saw I was like, well, Kingdom Hearts three had a huge campaign. I'm like Kingdom Hearts three was easy to ignore if you don't care about Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, you know? but like Kingdom Hearts three is another is an example of category one. I would say for me, even though it's not first party exclusive, where it's like it transcends. Even though a lot of people aren't going to care, the people that care are there's so many of them, and as you can see, it's the number two highest selling game. Like it is huge yeah where i would argue kingdom hearts 3 is definitely one of the biggest releases of sure. the year it's in yeah, the conversation yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but i just think that their borderlands is just a, a bit more more people where i was driving at is like less. it's it's <laughs> more people are hyped less yeah oh okay i see what you're saying no, like, the, rather than a small group be super hyped we have yeah. a larger group that's more of a medium level even that i wouldn't say it's small group it's a very large group that is very hyped compared okay, very to vocal. an extremely large group okay okay that okay. is hype fair i'm not gonna yeah, yeah yeah i would i think it's definitely in the conversation and up there because i think it's another uh, you can't uh, right now and granted it's right now but even for the last week i feel like you just can't get away from it Especially like everybody can. I, I even Bruce was I streaming did. it yesterday. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you, like, you I mean? see but it's it, still right? there. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, is yeah. any new release. Like, uh, I, I don't fair, think I fair. don't think that Borderlands right now is any different than the big releases when they're coming out in terms of what's around me. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it's going to last longer, which is why I would put my money on Borderlands for at least the foreseeable future. Like, yeah, I can't well, I, even think of. I think Call of Duty could be bigger because I think Call of Duty, Call of Duty is going to get people in with a different kind of campaign. It's, I'm excited for Call of Duty. Yeah. I'm excited for the weird campaign. More excited for the two v two mode. Like, I think you're going to have, there's going to be a lot of discussion, a lot of conversation, how much or how hard are they going to go. Star Wars could be huge, too, depending on how, how they do that. It's Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. Star but you're Wars. right that it's like, this is a different thing. And it's also been seven years in the pipe, right, if people want it. Or five years. In, no, it's seven years. I seven often years. bring my friend Curran up as a example of an outsider that like likes Or games, as I call him, Big Cur Dog. Big, big Cur Dog, yeah. And I will say, the two, two games that I didn't really expect him to ask me about yeah. uh, this year were 
Borderlands 3 and Apex Legends. Oh. So I'm just saying, I think you guys are underestimating the like impact of Apex Legends this year. I don't know. I feel like I, I'm no, but I think it's just because it. no, I don't think you are. I think it's just because you're still. Uh, like like you just said with Borderlands, like you were able to avoid Borderlands, even though like when Apex hit, it was the same thing. It was everywhere. Yeah, everybody's playing. It everybody's talking every, about everybody. And, and like even though it like someone in the chat said like yeah, it was Fortnite levels the first week, and even though it hasn't been Fortnite fucking crazy level when Fortnite was at its peak the first week, it's still been so big since then. So. Yeah. I'd, just, I'd be interested to see where, like, when you're looking at money and stuff, if you were to take Apex and put it on that list, where mm. it would lie, I'm sure. Yeah. And I don't think it would land that high. They're making a lot of money. It's a free-to-play game. Yeah. But they're missing out on so much from hardware sales and, or software sales mm. and, and all that stuff. Where it's like, but Again, it's like not biggest, just about, but it's not just about the money. Like but I feel like said. biggest it encapsulates, encapsula, encapsulates, encapsulates, encapsulates everything. Mm. You know what I mean? That's so fair. I feel like that, that's one element. This conversation has gone on too long. It's a, it's a nebulous conversation. <laughs> between you. The final thing I'll put a pin in is that I found very interesting. Uh, my cousin commented on my Instagram post of my Borderlands character, and she said, my students won't stop talking about this game. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> and I thought that was weird. It's like, oh, man, that's cool that kids in school, because I think she's like junior high or talking about Borderlands. Huh. I digress. Robert had a question uh, related to release dates as well. He wrote into patreon.com slash games and says, hey, Greg and Tim. I'm worried that Damon X Machina is going to get buried by all the releases in September coming out around Astral Chain, Link's Awakening, Dragon Quest XI S and comes out the same day as Borderlands 3 to name a few. This, I'm sorry, the supposed copyright strikes against Damon X video, Machina videos isn't helping. Damon cross Machina or will it be the next Space Rocks? I feel like a word's missing there, but is it going to, yeah. what, what's, is this going to, what's going to happen with this game? I mean, it's going to get buried, but I, I think that it would have had to be something extremely special for it not to get buried. Yeah. And I, I think that it messed that chance up. It doesn't seem a, like it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I get the, from the reviews and from the from what I played, I'm like, oh, this isn't going to cross over to the mainstream. Yeah. Um, but I think that the people that already like this type of game are going to love it. And the reviews kind of show that, like, oh, they're not going to love it. They're going to like it. Mm, right. Mm, mm. Um, there's going to be people that die hard. It's a good, obviously. not great game. I yeah, haven't seen the reviews. That, I haven't read that, anything about it. That's kind of what it what it seems like. Okay. And um, on top of that, it's like yeah, there's a ton of games around it. There's a ton of I, I, like it coming out so close to Astral Chain specifically. I yeah. feel hurts it. Are, are, hurts it because those are two games that are Similar a little audiences. bit outside of Nintendo's traditional wheelhouse of of what they're going to promote on the eShop hard and like just in their direction and everything. And at the end of the day, I think Astral Chain's easier to get across. Sure and from what the reviews say is better um, and from my experience is better um, so I think that's against it but then also this copyright stuff it's like Nintendo's not doing the game any favors no. where I don't know if you heard about this yeah I saw Andre tweeting about it right that his videos all got claimed yep so it's like, not even claimed they're getting blocked they're getting claimed okay, okay. just change depending on what country you're in a lot of stuff but yeah, that's like, not good. This is the type, like, we're at a place where that is promotion for this game. Like, it's built in, and you need that for something so niche. Yeah. So. Uh, deals of the day for you. A Plague Tale Innocence uh, has a free trial available today on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. This allows any player to experience the first full chapter of Hugo and Amicia's story, uh, giving you just a glimpse of the riveting, chaotic, and highly rated tale. Never played it. Want to. It's one of the games that's still on my cross-media bar, but mm-hmm. too much stuff happened this year. Too much. Uh, we've already done a lot of it, but let's get into reader mail. Uh, it's time for reader mail, and you can write into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, where you can get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by Manscaped. Support for Games Daily comes from Manscaped, who is the number one in Men's below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers a profession or no precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Tim, mm-hmm. you've nicked yourself a lot. We've talked I've about this nicked, way too much. The nick too many nicks. That you Manscaped I mean? is here to make sure that never happens yeah, I'm again. Very excited because they it. redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer you use on your face as you use down there. That's gross. That's nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off and free shipping with the code games at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code games at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code games. Up next is Hims. Nick and Andy noticed their hair was thinning and they decided to do something about it. They went 
back2forhims.com, a wellness brand for men that helps you deal with the awkward problems without having to go get an appointment and see a person. Mm-hmm. Forhims.com. A one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims is helping guys be their best versions of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. They, these are prescription solutions backed by science. Hims was created by a guy who knows there are some men's health conversations that are easier online than in person. There's no more awkward in-person doctor visits or long pharmacy lines. For Hims connects you with real doctors online, which could save you hours. Answer a few quick questions. A doctor will review, and if they determine it's right for you they can prescribe you medication to treat hair loss that's shipped directly to your door my listeners can get started with the hymns complete hair kit for just five dollars today right now while supplies last and subject to a doctor's approval see the website for full details and safety information this could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy or someplace else go to forhims.com slash games daily that's f-o-r-h-i-m-s dot com slash games daily forhims.com slash games daily final sponsor of the day is quit the best way to ease back into your post-summer routine start it before september ends simplify the morning and evening now with a simpler electric toothbrush from quip nearly everyone at kind of funny is using the quip electric toothbrush we put the little handle on it you slide it over you travel with it it's great mm-hmm. it comes with sleek and sexy there's no did you, you got a black one right your eyes all black jet black black yeah. on black that's nice that's nice it's uh nice. you know there's no clunky charger the metallic pink one yeah the gold yeah. rose gold right or is it pink pink i thought she had the rose it's gold metallic one. pink Okay, know. whatever. doesn't matter. I got a blue one. I like it. Kind of funny blue. It's blue and white. Uh, Quip's got uh, sensitive sonic vibrations for an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums. Uh, every It's a two-minute pulser. Every 30 seconds, it reminds you when you switch sides to so get an even clean. Plus, there's no clunky charger. As we said, it runs for three months on a single charge. Brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. A friendly reminder of when it's time to refresh and stay committed to your oral health. Those are just some of the reasons we love Quip. Uh, you should get into the routine with them. Quip starts is just $25 and if you go to getquip.com slash games right now you can get your first refill pack for free that's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash games 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 it's Greg and he's looking for this I thought I was gonna start somewhere else and I will and then I'll come back to that uh, Clint writes in yeah to patreon.com slash kind of funny games with Final Fantasy 7 Remake looming, I'm curious what your thoughts are in regards to Final Fantasy 16. If Remake is going to be at least two games, and probably three, do you think that there's a chance of Final Fantasy 16 being out in the next five years? They won't need it, and I think there could even be backlash against a Final Fantasy 16 announcement coming out anywhere before Remake is done. Unless they go retro and release 16 in the style of Octopath Traveler, parentheses, which I am absolutely down for, end parentheses. It seems crazy and likely that they could do another triple play Final Fantasy game anytime soon. 100%. We'll see Final Fantasy 16 in the next five years. Really? Oh, yeah. Like released or just announced? Uh, released. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they, they're working on it. They have to be. They yeah, must have yeah. been working on it for a long time. And I think that they've just learned not to announce things too early. You got to hope. There's a lot of hope going into those statements. But just seeing where their teams are at and, and like the, with the structure of how things are going, Kingdom Hearts 3 was being worked on forever. Final Fantasy 7 Remake, a lot of the same team being working on both of those things. The Final Fantasy teams are different for the most part. The yeah. core title uh, games. And the there's the whole, what is it, Luminous Studio? Uh, that I remember this announcement. Kind of was the spinoff of people, the director and, and his guys that left after 15. They're doing whatever the hell they're doing. And they're not square anymore. But um, whatever team was destined to work on 16, I'm sure has been working on 16. And I think it's going to be announced probably in the next two years and then within two years after that be out okay you know. interesting interested to see that happen tim Final Fantasy 7 remake i i'm very interested in how they market this yeah like i just don't get it like when are they gonna slip in the part one yeah 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 because yeah, mm. like all the logos everything right now is very much just final, final fantasy, fantasly fantasy 13 didn't have that right remake. it was just final fantasy 13 yeah but final fantasy 13 was a complete game mm. like that was okay. there was no plan to but like, here's those my- are sequels do you think they need to drive that home for Final Fantasy VII in the title? Don't you think people who would be buying it, knowing it, and if you're brand new, you don't know? It yeah. gets to a natural ending point, and it's not like, oh, what the there fuck? Is, there is no way it can have a natural ending. Okay. Like, that's, okay. that's the thing with the, the story of the game. Someone who yeah, doesn't it, know. It's just yeah, like, yeah. Th- there can be an ending that, that's fine, but, like, it's definitely not going to feel good. Huh. Like, it's not going to feel okay. like a complete experience. Like, there's just no way. I mean, they could update the the story a little bit uh, for for certain aspects to, you know, 
end somewhere in the middle that leaves it off of like a cliffhanger that might not be satisfying in like a whole story like wrapping up like an arc here but it'll be like oh shit like this is how it's like ah i need to know like what's happening next and shit like that i, I mean feel it's like pretty they clear could. that that's where that is and what's yeah. gonna happen because yeah. it is very exciting yeah. to like go next but it's like that's still not a complete game like that's not a complete story no that's fair it's kind of just act one you know yeah. what i mean and like video games just don't work that way they're not movies yeah. You know, it's like the, the next one is not going to come out for years after that. Like, yeah. Yeah. think of how people felt about Halo 2's ending with the cliffhanger. It's like, which I didn't know about. I that didn't felt know like people, the game didn't end. Yeah. I didn't know people hated that. Yeah, they I did. was just in my little Ohio bubble just playing Halo 2 and being like, ah, that was fucking cool. Yeah. Remember Prince of Persia? No. Come on. The remake. Oh, uh, the, 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 the DLC the, ending? What the fuck are you thinking about? Not remake. The, um, Reboot. Prince of Persia. Reboot. Okay, reboot. Yeah, fair, the fair, reboot, fair, fair. Reboot. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's actually correct. Yeah, I was using that uh, incorrectly. Um, Capitalist Pig says Re Luminous Productions. Luminous Productions was the name of the studio that is still owned by Square Enix. Uh-huh. That uh, oh, Tabata left in late 2018. Tabata made his own studio called JP Games Incorporated. Uh, Frank Furter writes into Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. Says Good morning, Greg and Tim. Another day has passed and another indie studio is outed for unethical and horrible behavior. I understand that it needs to be reported for the obvious fact that the more it is, the more likely it'll end in terms of reporting. Of course, this is a piggybacking off of yesterday's required reading Jason Schreier's uh, report over there. But a whole bunch of horrible stuff that was said and done uh, at the uh, Nisalis, right? Nicalis, I can't pronounce it. Never, I never heard that publisher's name pronounced. So we're just shooting blind because everybody writes stuff. Anyways, back to Frankfurt. However, when will it? end is however when will it end Uh, it seems like a lot of these people who are at the top and are creating these all of these controversies are stuck in the early days of bro games and can't get out other than telling them hey that's not cool or grow the fuck up what advice can we give potential other offenders so that we can make these issues go away on the other hand what advice uh can we give the people at these companies who are being harassed to make their quality of life better tim how do we solve this problem i think a lot of this uh is you know being kind of uh seen in the stand-up comedy scene a lot where there's people especially with the louis ck stuff that went down and then people's reaction to all that aziz ansari getting brought into it and we're now kind of seeing a lot of stand-up comics react one way or another there's always going to be the two sides one side that's just straight up saying this is wrong and the other side kind of making light of it to try to have some type of commentary and i feel in the last couple of weeks specifically or let's, let's say like last three months Aziz comes back with his special that uh-huh. directly addresses a lot of this stuff. Um, Chappelle comes with his recently, and then Bill Burr came uh, in the last week and gave his take on, on a lot of this stuff. And when you look at all those as a whole, I think that they do paint a very interesting picture of how this is being handled and the effects that it, that talking about these things are having. Yeah, It is solving things. It's going to take a long time, and like mm. there's not necessarily going to be an end anytime soon. Um, but when you look at those, the, I would call them a trilogy of kind of takes on the same concept. Aziz comes out as somebody that got me too. He got canceled. He It was all these things, right? And he straight up came out, and I, I would argue, and I think many people would argue, that out of all the people in that initial... Um, the, the initial stories and the storm that came out of the, the Me Too stuff, he was what people would say was the the smallest offender. It's like he didn't do anything that's like overtly horrible. It's like, oh, that sounds like a bad date. But even he comes out on his special, opens it up, and he's just talking, he's like, hey, when I first heard this, I was like, that's insane. You're being crazy. But then the more I think about it, the more I'm like, systemically, there's problems yeah. that that... I need to be better. I need to realize the problems with what I was doing and I need to be an example for people to to know and to be able to listen to this and be like, hey, it's not we're not saying it's equal to rape, but we are saying that there's a systematic problem that this type of stuff leads to those issues. And at, there's a core foundation level that we need to understand and not get defensive about. Yeah. Then we have Chappelle, who kind of like goes about it a different way. But then like Bill Burr, he was making jokes. I watched the special last night, and he was uh, kind of saying like, you know, it's been a couple years with the Me Too and all this stuff. We got them all. And like, <laughs> and he was like, I'm joking, obviously, yeah, obviously but yeah, yeah, like yeah. going through it all. But it's like he was like, you heard all this stuff, and it's start like everyone's scared now. Everyone's scared, and it's like jokes aside and stuff. That's the truth. It's like all of the conversations coming out, all of the the different ways that people are going about talking about it, whether it's news or whether it is stand up comedy. There's conversation happening that's making people think about their actions more than they ever have because they are now um, being told that you're being held accountable. 
Yeah. And so I think that to, to answer the question, I know I've been talking a lot here. It's just like I do think that every single time these things are uncovered and talked about, we're moving closer and closer to a world where the next generation is going to be better equipped to handle this stuff and uh, to better understand why bro culture is a problem, yeah. a systemic problem that could lead to very, very, very bad things. And at that point, it's too late. You can't go back from that. Yeah. No, that I think that's your name. You, everything you say, I echo and agree with, right? That, that it, you know, he, the question here is like, uh, other than telling me that, you know, what can we do to help make these issues go away? These issues will never go away. It's not going to go away. The issues will hopefully lessen. The fact that people are being held accountable with this, saying, you know, that everybody's scared, right? And I know those aren't your words, no, right? No. You're, and you're paraphrasing, right? And everybody's scared, right? And I think even, um, I remember when Me Too was happening, Henry Cavill, was like, oh man, I don't even. Know. He said it like cavalierly, or maybe not. I don't even know. But it was like in a, a written interview that got pulled out, right? Of like, he's afraid to talk to women because he didn't want to be accused of raping them or whatever. And like, that's a fucking really shitty thing to say right there, right? But extrapolating back from it, it's learning how to talk to each other better, right? In the way of not overstepping your bounds and not doing these different things. Uh, in this very specific case here from the, the developer yesterday, right? Not. You're not, not everybody understands your jokes if that's what they were, right? Like when you see, when it is black and white of somebody's Skype messaging or DMs or whatever it was being published by Jason Schreier, right? There's no context to that conversation, whatever like that is. And that's the level of accountability you're going to be held to as the co-founder of a company and being held up to that, right? And I think, you know, and I know, stick with me, everybody. I know I'm about to say something that is literally a lightning rod one way or the other. But if we can just use the facts from, or just the, uh, uh, the sediment from it or sentiment from it. When Chloe Dykstra was on, we have cool friends and we talked about it, right? The conversation she was having was, I'm not ever, I was never looking to cancel anybody. I was never looking to make this into a thing. I was looking to express this so that other people don't go through it and then all the people don't put people through it. And if they do, they realize, right? And I talked to her on that show about my own failings and things that I've done where I look back and I'm like, man, I can't believe I thought that was okay, right? And that's what's missing from these statements. And that's what's that that's what we're all going to learn from this very tumultuous time right now is that it's what you said the knee jerk reaction is to get defensive. Aziz mm-hmm. Ansari, which I didn't watch the special, but from what you just said, right? It's amazing. Of like, like, of I, being like, I recommend at least watching the first 10 right? minutes. It's on Netflix. It's fantastic. Of totally knee jerk reaction. Are you fucking crazy? That is not uh, you. You're insane. Yada yada. When in reality, what do you know ev- my character? What everybody needs to do is take a breath and understand another person's perspective. Yeah. And if you do that and talk through these things, blah, 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 guess what? Spoiler: It's nobody's fucking perfect. No one. Nobody's fucking perfect. Everybody at some point has made a joke they don't that they shouldn't have done. Lots of people have said things that you say in the moment and you think's funny. And, it, and it, guess what? That re- I remember when we talked about this, where when this was all originally originally popping off, and I was like, oh my god, I just hate to think that I ever did something like to somebody. And you stopped me full, and you're like, I guarantee you have. Totally. And not because you're a bad person, yeah. but because that's how humans are. I know we that all, I have. We, oh, I, like, no, I definitely. Many times. We've talked like, about it. I've talked yeah, on the internet about it and message boards and my Polygon comments about it. Like, no, like, I've done things that I'm like, I can't fucking believe I did And, and with that, I think it goes back to this. It's all the same conversation because we're all in this together. We are all kind of learning as this is all happening. And like for the first time, we're talking about it. And I think yeah. that is that's the most important the answer, thing. Is talking about it. Is the, this idea of like, we're, we're putting these words on things that like, we're trying to get away from being offensive, but then the moment that words are put onto it, all of a sudden those words become, God, for lack of a better word, triggers. And trigger is one of those words that the moment that's brought up, people get up in arms one way or another. They get defensive, right? Cancel is another one of those words. It's like people, like with the goal of canceling people or with people saying that they're canceled, when you start looking at the examples, it's like you're not going to get canceled if you just handle it correctly. And if you like kind of, it's not just apologize, it's mean the apology and move forward. All the comedians talking about being canceled, they're not canceled. They have Netflix specials coming out week after week, month after month. It's like, you can't joke. Like, Bill Burr jokes like, this is probably going to be my last special. And people laugh. No, it's not. Like the things you're saying, they're did not Bill Burr do something bad? I don't, I don't know no, Bill Burr. No, it's just like the way that he's talking. <laughs> okay, it's right, just right, right. like, sure, oh, this sure. doesn't fit with their agenda, so what, whatever. It's like, you're not going to get canceled because of that. You have a huge platform, and you're, they're only going to give you that platform more because this is going to be successful. Yeah. It's, there's just an irony to it, right? And I think that when, when it, that translates directly to the game side of things, of just how you handle this stuff. Admitting defeat, and you might need to be the Aziz Ansari. You might need to be the one that takes the hit so that other people can can grow and that fucking sucks but it has to happen somebody has to many people might have to 
Things have been very bad for a very long time, and it's not just going to fix overnight because one group got taken down. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it's because it's not about and we live in the world of social media and 280 characters, right? So that's why that trigger words become trigger words and trigger words itself is a trigger word and SJW and this and you know what I mean? And it's like in reality, these are very complex issues for the most part. Don't use racial slurs. That should be pretty fucking obvious, right? You know what I mean? Like don't don't use slurs in general, right? But like again, we've talked about it before, you know, know, that's a whole different story of like being a kid and growing up and learning those lessons the hard way, right? Versus being the somebody in charge of a company and talking to your not not even collaborators, right? Like your business partners that way in a message. That's a completely different story. So yeah. it's complicated. I think we're already working on it being better, but it's a it's a hard process to go through, obviously, for all of us. Um I think we're gonna stop there. You got to do another show here, don't you? I do. Yeah, yeah. Screen I got to stream cast. some Borderlands. Um, but I, I, again, shout out to everybody who wrote in. Lots of great questions. Keep them coming, please. Keep the conversation going because that's what Kind of Funny Games Daily is all about. But we're also about hanging out together. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to squad up and play games with other people, you write into patreon.com slash games. Give me your name, username, platform of choice, why you need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you and everybody has fun together. Today... Riot needs help. On Xbox One, Riot's username is Riot Goes Woof. Three different words. Uh, Gears 5 just released, but my normal gaming crew is distracted with the new Red Dead Online update. Would love to have some KFBFs to enjoy this game's various multiplayer modes with, or I'd even help those who are just stuck in the campaign. Just want to share the fun of a franchise that has meant so much to me over the years with others who appreciate it as well. Thanks, and I look forward to squashing some swarms with the best friends, Riot. Hit up Riot Goes Woof if you would like to play some Gears 5 this here weekend. Tim, we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong mm. and tell us what we screw up as we screwed up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Yeah, that's right. And listening podcast services. Nanobiologist says officially there are 1,346 spirits in Smash Brothers. Don't ever forget it. You have them all. Uh, Borzin00 says you have to manually update the controller. I think we talked about that for Switches. Uh, Borzin00 says the Switches OS, UI, and etc. are also designed to be as small as possible and take up as little room as possible to give devs as much of the 4 gigabytes of RAM as possible. Interesting. Uh, A lot of possibles in there. Um... Arkwing24 says the claims on Damon X Machina videos are actually from the developers, not Nintendo themselves. Weird. Uh, here we go. Tony says, uh... Nicholas is that is pronounced like the name Nicholas by employees of the company during streams. So Nicholas is how I'd say it. No, interesting. All right, cool. Thank you, Nicholas, uh, who I'm sure everyone hates right now that they know their name. <laughs> Nothing like being an obscure publisher skating by with little games, and then this is why everyone fucking knows your name now. Uh, and then Nanobiologist says Matt Piscatella just followed up NPD numbers. Quote: Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is also getting close to becoming the fir- the best selling fighting game of all time. Currently, the record is held by Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Makes sense. Ladies and gentlemen, that's kind of funny games daily for your week. I hope you enjoy Borderlands weekend or maybe Ellen, if that's what you're playing. Uh, <laughs> let's run through the host for next week. Uh, Monday, I'll be joined by none other than Mega Ran himself. Woo! Tuesday, I'll be joined by none other than SJ Mueller from DC Universe Online herself. Uh, Wednesday. Thank you, Barrett. I said fantastic. You didn't woo, though. You wooed Mega Ran. Too many woos. Everybody get ready nah, to boo the next guest. Too. Everybody get ready to boo the next guest. Wednesday, I'll be joined by Gary Whitta. Boo! Fuck it. No, you woo him. And then Thursday, uh, Imran Khan makes his return to the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show. And then Friday, me and Tim close out your week once again. Worth pointing out, September 19th, 2 p.m. That's a Thursday. It's That's me. also Kevin's mom's birthday. Thank you. Yeah, I remembered. What about his hot brother, Spencer? Uh, that's like know. April something. Th- uh, Thursday, September nineteenth at two p.m. It's me, hey. Tim, Fran, and Imran doing the games cast. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, if you like the show, go to Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Show us some support and love. Uh, like the shows everywhere you can. Subscribe everywhere you can. Uh, if you see somebody, if you're walking to somebody's house, be like, Alexa, play kind of funny games daily. They'll love that. They all, everybody loves that. You know what I mean? What's up, everybody? <laughs> 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 Until next time! It's been our pleasure to serve you.